Hold on, said I need a sweater. Keep fucking with me, need a stretch. I want the best, nothing less. Put that ass on my chest, yeah. I'm chicken's heads like machetes. Now Shady gon' need a medic. Trying to say I wasn't special. She can't even pass a test. I've been working hard, can't stop now. All this pressure, I can't back down. All this weight on my back now. I carry it well. If I ain't said, you couldn't tell. My brother locked in the cell. Damn, praying for him to come home. Watching my mama be strong. Talking to him on the phone, yeah, yeah. Lost myself, but I'm back on. Lame thought that I would change form. Switching lanes on my own. Now he's being choosy, he lost now. I can never go back to who I was in the past. Man, that's old news. Losing something I won't do. You ain't believe me, but I told you. What is up, y'all? It's your girl, Taylor Wayla, and you are tuned into The Taylor Show. Woo! Okay, y'all, and today I have my lovely mommy on as a guest. Introduce yourself, mommy. Hi, I'm Taylor's mom. Okay. Um, This is poet slash mother slash um, veteran slash phenomenal woman, Jillia Rain, a.k.a. Victoria Webster. And she's my mother. I'm excited for today's episode. I'm excited to have my mom on because we're getting the older woman's perspective. Y'all, she know me personally. So, you know what I'm saying? She going to do what she do. Tell my business like all parents do. So, um, mommy, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm in a good place in my life. I'm happy. Okay, that's good, mommy. And it's good to see you, <laughs> honestly. Um, how are y'all doing? You already know. I love y'all. Y'all in the place to be. Um, I hope your week is going well, and I hope that today you learn a little bit of something. So, mom, I want to talk about love today because it seems to be something that like we all – from all age groups are kind of like not necessarily struck. Well, we are all struggling with it. Relationships, self-love, um, relationships with our children, all type of stuff. So let's go ahead and get into what is the definition of love. Mommy, can you read the definition? She got to put her glasses on, y'all. <laughs> love is an intense feeling, deep affection, a great interest and pleasure in something. Real deep affections for someone like to enjoy very much. Okay, yeah. So love is both a noun and a verb to feel intensely about somebody um, in an affectionate way. So, <clears throat> Mom, when you hear that definition, what comes to your mind? Like, do you think that's how that's the definition of love or how would you define love? It goes deeper for me as far as the act of love itself Mm -hmm. and how you present love and how you receive love. When I think of the word love and the definition of it, I think of to be genuine. That's a word that comes to my mind. Genuine acts of kindness. Your authentic spirit of a a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the love and light, the selflessness of what they're doing and that it's not me-centered. Mm-hmm. Love for, to have love for somebody else. Let's right, be specific. Right, right, right. So, but overall, I think it, it's just love is kindness. Because if you love yourself, you'd be kind to yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's the first place to start. Mm-hmm. Self-love. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into the five love languages. Um, If y'all do not know, there are love languages for y'all who don't speak this language because there seems to be a lot of y'all who just don't understand the terminology of what it means to love somebody. There are five. The first one is words of affirmation. The second is quality time. Third, physical touch. Four, acts of service. And five, receiving gifts. Now, ask yourself, which one of these apply to you? how many of them apply to you because it is okay to have multiple love languages you can definitely give somebody a gift and it mean the same as you picking them up from work exactly something, something simple like that exactly yeah so mommy what are your love languages acts of service um affirmations i love telling people that i love them that i love you i love you mm-hmm. and i show it through the things I do. Right. What are uh, some things that you like to do? Oh, I love gardening. 
I love just helping my friends, helping helping my family, um, decorating. You know, the the talents that I've gotten, I share them. Yes, ma'am. You know, when somebody say, "Oh, oh, Julia, you good? This and that's my talent, and that's what I share." Okay. What is it about gardening and your t- well gardening specifically that makes you feel good? Because y'all, my mama been outside. <laughs> For forever. Like, I remember being younger, and when I wake up, she already outside, fully dressed, the garden, the whatever she working on is about halfway done. It's not even 9 o'clock yet. So what is it um, about gardening and being outside that makes you feel loved or whole? Well, I'm an earth sign. Mm-hmm. So being part of nature, planting seeds, Planting something and watching it grow is just like part of our lives. Mm-hmm. The things that you do, you're planting seeds. So I love gardening because I can see it. You know, some of the seeds that we plant in life and friendships and things, they don't come to fruition till later. Yes, ma'am. But with gardening, I, I have a harvest and I see and I take care of it. Just like I do in my relationships and my, my kids. But I definitely just like touching the soil and being there and hearing the birds and watching things grow. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's peaceful to me. So you would say, would you equate like trying to build a relationship like growing a garden or growing a plant? Yes. Yes, that's a good analogy. Mm -hmm. Good analogy. First, you have to have good soil. And what does good soil encompass? May put a little prilling in there, something foamy to allow the moisture to come through. You want it loose, mm-hmm. a little bit loose, but not real compact. So in a relationship, mm-hmm. you want to have freedom yes, that ma'am. It flows, mm. just like water. Yes, ma'am. You need to let the person breathe. You need to be able to breathe. But when you exhale, you also feel that inhale of their energy, oxidization. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But I look at it like that. And then in order for a relationship to grow, you got to take care of it. So that's going to require you to go out there in, le- in order to have my garden grow. Mm-hmm. It's going to require me to go out there, check on it every once in a while. You got to check on the person you love every once in a while. If you love me, you're going to check on me. Yes, ma'am. You know? Mm-hmm. If you see something on me or something ain't right, you're going to get it off or, or uh, try to assist in some way to make it right. Yes, ma'am. You see me leaning a little bit. You're going to prop me up. Mm -hmm. Give me some stability. Put some sticks over there so I can, you know. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Y'all better listen. For my mama dropping nuggets on the pot. But that's how I equate that to gardening. And, yes, relationships are as such. Mm -hmm. So what are your past relationships like, Mom? Just um, like a a brief overview. You have been married before. Okay. Um, And you're currently single dating. Okay, so what was it like being married versus now being single in the... Can I tell your age, Mommy? Sure. My mommy is 58, right? She just turned 58. August the 30th. Yeah. How you doing? Y'all already know. Okay. And all y'all little... um, We... No, I don't even want 21s. Get away from my mama. (laughs) Just stay away from her unless you got some money, you family-oriented, uh, 50 plus, you know what I'm saying? Hmm, get away from her. <laughs> um, What was I saying? He was talking about love and my past relationship. Yeah, okay, so how would you compare your um, view on love now that you are a single woman in your late 50s versus when you were married? Well, that's a perfect question because you are how old? 22. And at 22, I already had two kids. And um, I was at a point in my life where I was married. I had already been married, and he was very abusive. And I had to make a decision for my family. So Mm -hmm. at 22... I had responsibilities, and I had responsibilities for myself, too, because I was, I was just learning who I was. So yes. I made a decision to leave an abusive relationship at 22 and go on my own and join the military. Uh, I did get married again to my best friend, and we took that journey for 12 years, 
um, while I was in the military and to raise the two children that I had. And so I believe in love. I believe in a wifey. I believe in taking care of your family. I believe in um, just growing together. And once we stop growing together mm-hmm. and our decisions, just like in, in life, people don't go on the same path all the time. Well, my path changed, and I wanted children. So I got married again. Mm-hmm. And my view on love is don't stop loving. Just love and give it a chance and heal from the things that you learned, but go on. Mm-hmm. Go on. And, and in my last marriage, that's when I chose to have you, and your brother, mm-hmm. and um, at that point, I was in my 40s. So um, growing from a woman, a girl, to a woman with responsibilities of not having just me, not just responsible for me. Yes, ma'am. But other people, or other, other, you know, my children, everybody else, after I came out of the marriage, uh, we was in a 16-year relationship. After I came out the marriage, I didn't know who I was. I lost my own identity. Then I had to look back and say, well, where did I lose myself? Where? Mm-hmm. And self-love is where I started healing. Learning who I am. Yes, learning what I like, what, what makes me happy, having passions and things that I desire to do. You know, as a parent, you can do those things. But at that time, I had a lot of things going on. I was in the military. I was a mom. I was doing businesses on the side. And I was young, so mm-hmm. you know, life is life. Yes, ma'am. But I do believe in love, and I do believe that my soulmate is out there. You know, I just don't believe in sharing my spirit a lot at this point in my life. When I was younger, you know. You mean having sex? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, Not like that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's a lot of nasty people out there with diseases and stuff. So I'm not really into the whole sleeping around thing either. Not only that, baby. Not on diseases. I'm talking about the energy. Yes, ma'am. The energy that they leave with, the residual energy in such a, such a place where we're at now with so low vibration, so energy is just so low. Mm-hmm. There's... The lack of self-worth, the lack of self-love. They don't even know how to love themselves, so how are you going to love somebody else? Yes, and ma'am. then you can't even see. You can't see what real love is when it's presented. So that's where the healing comes in, where mm-hmm. you have to heal yourself. You have to go back and, and get all that anger and the frustration and things Yes, ma'am. For de- from day one before you start trying to love somebody else. You got right. to heal, just like uh, Erica Badu's song, Bag Lady. Yes, ma'am. Well, you don't want to carry around them bags. And... You gonna hurt your bag, okay? Dragging all them bags like that. Yeah. She told you. So you know, coming out of relationships, mm-hmm. long-term relationships. I wasn't a hop around. I was married most of my life. So this is the longest time I ever been single. Yes, which ma'am. is ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so doing a lot of healing. I'm here. I'm at a place now mm-hmm. where I know who I am. I know my words. I know. I know love. I can see light. I can see. Uh, Good vibrations. I could see. I could see this. Yes, ma'am. And that's what's good. That's that's what's really good. But this relationship and and people finding out who they are and you just need to do positive affirmations for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? some type of just seek some type of healing. I, I do agree with that. That you do really need to love yourself and spend quality and, time with and, yourself. Yes, ma'am. In order to truly love somebody. Because you can only love to the capacity that you know, for one. So if you don't really have a strong foundation of love through examples that you see, right. other than movies and stuff right, like that, right. then that's already you know, a flaw. But if you don't love yourself on top of that, it can definitely it, like just make the situation worse than it has to be. Well, COVID showed that when everybody was on lockdown. Yes, ma'am. You had to do isolation. How many people loved themselves? How many people grew from that time? In the beginning, it was definitely difficult. 
Like yeah. that was a that was a whole life alteration for sure. And it really it did expose people to Exposed. themselves. Yes. Expose. And now even the coming out is exposing that hurt that's mm-hmm. still locked in, that they didn't do all that work that needed to be done that year. Yes, ma'am. They didn't do a self-reflection like they needed to be done, like mm-hmm. the end of the world is near. Yes, ma'am. So now that you're free, it's coming out. Yes, ma'am. It's coming out, and that's why it's important for us to know what true love is. So if it takes you to go back to somebody, your grandmother, your the, the good memories of who was there for you, who was there and spent quality time with you, who... Hugged you when you needed to be hugged. Mm-hmm. You know, who encouraged you when you need them? And who are still there? Because the five people that you hang around the most is your five most influences. So if you want to change, you better change it. Change those. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. If, if things are negative, you need to change that. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll help you change yourself. Yes, ma'am. Most definitely. I guess my love languages are definitely quality time. I want to say all of them with receiving gifts being last, but if I had to put them in order, I would say quality time, physical touch, acts of kindness or acts of service, words of affirmation, and then receiving gifts. Cause I feel like I express my love in all of those languages. And that's another thing. Um, how, you express love that may not be what in. somebody wants to receive. I had and a conversation true. with my therapist today. Um, she said, just because like in my situation that I'm in, she was saying just because they didn't like the type of love that I had, doesn't discount my love and my worth and everything. Like it's still quality. It's just not for them. They, She said they wasn't ready for it. They don't know what to do with it. And that was basically the gist of it. Those are how I show love and how I would like to receive love for sure. Because I feel like you can't really, like, like when it goes back to growing the garden, like you have to first make the conscious decision to go out there or get dressed to go out there and go put that work in, in your garden, whatever it might be, whether it's go out there and just go grab the, the water and pot. That's still, <clears throat> that's a lot. It's not a lot, but it is. it would be a lot to some people. But I feel like that's the first step is to make the decision every day to love somebody. I feel and like, first it begins with you. Well, yes, Look to in love, the mirror to and love, love yourself. You. And then if you do have a partner to look at them every day and say, okay, I love you today just like I loved you yesterday. Beyond the flaws, beyond anything. Mm-hmm. Just love the fact that you're alive and that you can have an impact and you woke up and you have a purpose. If you woke up, a lot of people don't wake mm-hmm. up. Yes, ma'am. If you woke up, you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. But quality time, definitely. Yeah. I feel like that's needed for any type of relationship, yes. really. Because let's go to a practical example like work you have to clock in at work that's your time Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you have to put in that effort at work you have to make those conscious decisions to be like okay i'm either going to do this or i'm not going to do this for the sake of this because i either like my job or i love my job or whatever it is because you care about it if you care about it you're going to take time and make sure that you do right by it Mm -hmm. and quality time can be different things like we don't have to go out every time and if we do go out it don't have to be nowhere expensive all the time a picnic at the park is really cute i'm not trying to watch movies all day long nope, but no game right i play some pool i mean we play big we do everything around here <laughs> but just spending time with somebody is is definitely important on top of we all have our physical desires you know what i'm saying so that is another that's another thing. Outside of just sex, like like you said, giving somebody a hug or eye contact with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, active listening, I would classify that in the physical touch type of category. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, you have to, I guess, the way that, the way that people have conversations these days and listen, their lack of listening, it, it do require some exercise. 
It's a physical sport. Really, I kind of equate that to um, this online dating thing mm-hmm. and how if you're texting all the time, you can't physically feel that person's energy because yes, it's text. Mm-hmm. But now if you call me, then I can get the tone and the vibrations in your voice and I can feel your energy. Yes, ma'am. And the next level, if I can see you, then I can visu- visually interpret that into yes, all my ma'am. senses. So that's where that touch connection mm-hmm. comes in that yes, you're ma'am. saying. And you need all those things in a relationship. You can't sit up there and just text all the time and think, this is my boyfriend. Okay, really? Yeah, that was like middle school. Swore I had a boo. Swore I did. We was texting for three days. <laughs> for real. <laughs> For real, mommy, I'm not really huge on gifts more so like, okay, I I like gifts. I'm not going to like say I don't like getting gifts and things like that, but I do, I don't value it as much as I would be spending time. Quality time. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can send me money, but I can get money from anywhere. You can send me money. I can't get money from anywhere. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, send it. You know, cash apps. Okay. Cash apps would be in the description box down below. Okay. Yeah, gifts and stuff. Like, I'm not one of those girls that's like, you got he got to buy the bag if he want to get something. Da, 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 da. I'd rather you, in that situation, I'd rather you just give me the money. Like, yeah. just give me the money. I'm going to do something else with it because... That bag is pro- it's over $1,000, so that's well over rent. That can go right into my 401k or my investment. That part. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So Your last then. That's a lasting yeah. relationship. Uh-huh. For real. <laughs> Invest in me, not just buy me <laughs> right. stuff. Like, right. you know, I got a daddy. I can ask him to buy me something. Okay. Then you come in. <laughs> but... <laughs> After that, no. Let's talk about therapy. Because, okay, we, we're bringing it back to self-love. How do you feel about therapy? I think it's, it's a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they went to school for, to study psychology and psychosis and all these other things that's going on with our chemistry of our body. So I believe in it. It's always been taboo mm-hmm. to the black community. Yes, but ma'am. I believe it's a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, why do you feel like it's so taboo? Like, growing up, do you remember any time, like, where you might have thought you might have needed to talk to somebody, but it was frowned upon for you to to talk about it to somebody? Yes, especially being molested Mm -hmm. as a child. You know, that's that's a perfect example. And I didn't reconcile with that until I was your age. Mm Mm-hmm. And really came out about that. So that's a long time to hold. That's a generational curse mm-hmm. that's been held inside. And because uh, you don't talk about things, generational curses come up. Things come up around and around. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and it continues to happen to your family, to, to everybody around you. Or you keep making the same decision. So I think it's very important that you have somebody to talk to. The preachers was there, but they was just as corrupt. Some of them, you know, you have mentors. You have uh, elders in the in the family, mm-hmm. and and everybody ain't comfortable with going to somebody so close. Yes, ma'am. That's why I think having a a therapist it's like the perfect type of relationship because this person has no bias towards you. They have to legally be professional with you. You know what I'm saying? And they are skilled and trained in whatever it is that you're going through to help yeah. you cope with it. Unlike like, your girlfriend Kashita. Or uh, another friend next door who don't have any knowledge. Yes, ma'am. Of mm-hmm. life experience. Right. Ex- yes, ma'am. You're absolutely right. Because we can only we can only speak on situations from our experiences or from the knowledge that we have. Wisdom from knowledge, mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, and then time mm-hmm. gonna show you everything. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So, so. I think that um, BetterHelp, y'all need to slide in your girl's email. You know what I'm saying? I want to participate. But BetterHelp is a great source. This is not um, this is not sponsored. But BetterHelp is an awesome resource to use for those who might be uncomfortable with going to an actual office, like a physical location, to go talk to somebody who they don't know. Um, 
because you can do everything from the comfort of your own home on your phone. You can have um, video conferences with them or you could text them. I'm sure you could do phone conversations as well, but there's multiple different outlets. Um, and you have like, I don't think it's 24 hour access, but you can text them whenever you want to type of thing. So it's almost like hitting your best friend up and telling them what's going on, but you would be telling your therapist, somebody who is, um, capable of helping you analyze the situation and break it down without actually fixing it for you. Yes, ma'am. Took it right out my mouth because, and I think that's another thing that people confuse when they hear the word therapy, especially black people. They think that either this person is supposed to help me. They are supposed to help you. They're supposed to help you cope with your issues and to help give you strategies strategies is the main thing they help give you strategies to deal with your problems i think a lot of people think that they're just supposed to go to therapy and the issue gonna be gone but it's just negative um negative stuff going around therapy that i i think that needs to go away because it can help a lot of people it's not for everybody it's definitely not for everybody but it is for most people and i feel like if people gave it more of an open mind or looked at it with more of an open mind, they could really get through some of this. Cause the way that some of y'all acting in these relationships and y'all friendships and everything else like that, like the toxicity, the just damage. And like, it's just like we said, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. But just because you're hurt doesn't mean that you can go hurt somebody else because you have, you have the conscious decisions that you have to make. Like if you're having a bad day and we all do have bad days, if you're having a bad day and you go to go get um, some food or whatever, and the customer service might not be that good, but you decide to cuss the manager out. You know what I'm saying? That's a conscious decision that you made because you were, and no vibrations. Mm-hmm. And, and low, your vibrations. Yeah. But we all have the power to make decisions. And just because you're hurting doesn't mean that you have to hurt somebody else. But then some of us, that's the only way that we've been shown love. That's the way to express. Some people are ice where they don't express themselves at all. Mm-hmm. Or the others, they lash out and feel that that's expression, yes, expressing right. themselves because they can vocalize it but it's the emotions behind that you have people who, who talk loud for no reason that's just the way they talk but you would think that they hard or you know mean and aggressive yes, but ma'am. that's just their nature yes ma'am. and that's how they talk and i feel like your example of what you think love is is definitely it's a it's a big factor as well because a lot of what i'm noticing is and this from a woman's perspective, speaking on men, a lot of these men that are out on the dating scene who happen to be toxic men that a lot of us are coming into contact with don't have male figures in their life or their example, their foundation of love is ruptured, is fractured in some type of way, whether it be from their dad, their mom, or whatever the situation was. And same thing on the women's side, too. Same thing. Same thing on the women's side. But we see the effects of those now, like men wanting to put their hands on women and stuff like that. Or women wanting to put their hands women, on men. Yeah, that you know, part. That, that feminine energy is gone. Yes, ma'am. You have more feminine mm-hmm. men. I'm so glad you said than that. feminine women. Mm-hmm. You know, here in Atlanta, you know, we have a lot of transsexuals and, and different choices in their sexual fluidity mm-hmm. but the energy that they bring forth if you ever went to a lips one of the, the lips uh drag show in atlanta mm-hmm. the energy is more feminine than any woman a lot of women that i meet because we carry that masculine energy from the time yes, that ma'am. we've had to see all these women have to be strong because our men are incarcerated mm-hmm. and then the anger that the men have because their fathers are not there yes, and what do they have as representation, the things that they see on TV, 
And that's been glamorized now to now it's disrespect all the way around. The girls choose to be disrespected and the men choose to disrespect them. And they feel that that's love. Yes, and that's not love. That's that's not love. You know. You right, mom. It's not. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. And that ties right back into generational curses. Generational curses. Because um, that is really the reason why all of all of this is happening, like, for this generation specifically. Like, they locked all of our men up and then forced feminism onto our black women. We turned that into womanism. But really, feminism is just a hyper, it's like a hybrid masculine femininity. Our mind, I think it's the mindset, first and foremost. I feel um, going back to your mama's mama. Granny was born, my granny was born in 1932. That means her mama was born sometime in the 1800s. So this is before any civil rights. This is before Jim Crow. This is before any drug epidemic, anything. So the mindset of our people at that time was in no way positive overall. Like as a community, it might have been. You I know think what? It, it might have been very positive yeah, if yeah, you yeah. think about from where we're at now with the communication, like it yes, is the, the ability to see somebody right then. You didn't have people you could see right then. You can't call nobody. Mm-hmm. I remember when the pages came out, that was wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for them to have had what they had and had to build a village yes, and ma'am. then build empires and then build structures and schools and children, that's. That's a lot, yes, and that, that's saying a lot, but that's what we don't have now. We don't have the villages. We don't have unity. Mm-hmm. We don't even have unity in a home where, you know, people get along. Right. You want to build a structure. You want to have a, a financial legacy left for the kids. You want to have something for yourself. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's, it's about crabs in a bucket now, everybody for themselves. What happened to respect your elders? What happened to honor thy mother and father that your days may be long? Okay, you want to get back to that, then generational curses. My mama cussed at me all the time. I ain't going to deal with that. Okay, she was hurt. She's hurt. Mm-hmm. She's damaged. She's broken. But as long as she's here, you have a chance to heal, and she can heal. That's if she wants to heal. If she want to heal. If Some they don't, people, then you still need to heal from that. Yeah, they, you do, but that don't mean that you have to have a relationship with that person. That's true. That is very very true, yeah. but you have to have closure on that end you, in yeah. order for you to be whole to go into a relationship with somebody else and not drag that mm-hmm. that mama hurt. Oh, somebody said he say one thing to you. That's what she used to say to me. And then that that is not. I am not right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. I feel like our generation, my generation, what we're lacking <clears throat> that y'all had back in the day was one y'all sense of unity to a certain extent. Um, you was born identity, 1963. Six, yeah, 63. This was, what was going on in the 60s at that time? That was the rise of the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. What do you remember? Segregation. I remember going to, at age uh, five and six, going to theaters, and even in the South, because most, we went down to Alabama and areas like that when I'm from Florida, um, where we couldn't go into a bathroom or we couldn't, we had to sit upstairs in the balcony at the theaters, Mm -hmm. you know, or or things like that. So I remember that feeling unequal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how did your parents help you get through those times? Like what are some things that when you didn't understand, what are some things that granny would say to you? Like that would give you a better understanding of what was going on. Just love them, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom had a spirit of. Even when people did her wrong, mm-hmm. she would drive on and shine love. And that's one thing I couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Why are you supposed to, you supposed to, they done did this, did that. You know, she would take the right steps to keep the emotions out. Mm-hmm. But uh, w- when it came down to taking care of things, but all I ever saw was, you know, treat them with love and kindness. Then when that don't work, Beat that tail. I remember her telling me a story one time of how um, she went to, no, she didn't go to the movies. 
she caught her man and this woman at the movies together. Up and they was on the balcony. And she told me she beat that lady all the way coming from the balcony to the flow. <laughs> <laughs> and then outside. But now, that being said, in relationships, was that the right rule for mama? Who was wrong? The man or the woman? Did that did the did the woman disrespect her or did the man disrespect her? And that's one thing that these these, these young 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 She's people now have issues with this line of respect mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yes, ma'am. Who's disrespecting who? So yeah. he should have got beat down. Yes, ma'am. Because that was his decision. His decision. To step out. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's no right. matter what the circumstance might have been. That's right. So, um, dang, mommy. So we 41 minutes in. Let's go. Let's get into uh, what my supporters want to talk about. Let's talk about how the school systems aren't designed for our children to win. No, we're going to talk about that STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. We Mm -hmm. need to have our schools invested in that. And if we can't do that now, especially during this time, you need to do some homeschooling Mm -hmm. and focus on those things for your baby. A lot. I mean, I can understand. Me personally... I want to homeschool Abraham and all my kids. But I can understand how some parents might feel like either they don't have the tools, the resources, the patience for one, because it takes a lot of patience. I feel like quarantine definitely revealed to all parents across the United States (laughs) what teachers be going through Monday through Friday, 8 to 3, 4, 5 with their children because – that takes a lot to sit there and to teach your child something, you know, and, um, a lot of like, even Abraham and me, Abraham be like counting, skip counting, doing his sixes or whatever. And I have to think, I'm like, what's that tomorrow? Okay. You know that? Cause it was, it was so, it wasn't that long ago, but it's just not as fresh as a teacher would know or should know. So I can understand how a parent could be frustrated or think like they might not be the best fit for homeschooling with their children. And then some parents, they just want that break. Like they need that break. I think that's what I was getting at. They need that break. That being said, like you said, COVID showed these, these parents, what you send in the school, because even at home, you're still not training them. You're still not teaching them, you know, True. And, and it True. starts at home. If this per- if this child was disciplined at home, you wouldn't have them now doing the TikToks, slamming down bathroom stalls and stuff like that. But yeah, you want to get the kids in school? Okay. No. Go on back home. Do some homeschooling. Yes, get them ma'am. out there in the yard. Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's your PE. Yes, Teach ma'am. them about planting and how to grow something. That's your science. Yes, ma'am. Want to do some technology? Let's put some lamps and lights and stuff together and play with some. You do that. You need to do that for these kids. We need that. They need that. They don't yes, need... Ma'am. These teachers, a lot of these, you know, situations going on in the schools now where the teachers are molesting the kids or you got a, a darn a crazy, psychotic kid coming in school, want to shoot up everybody because of the hate that, that's in their lives. Yes, ma'am. So that's something you need to address, mm-hmm. you know. And What's more important? prison pipeline. Yeah, a mm-hmm. prison pipeline. Yes, because what you're not doing at home. And then for the ones that are doing it, big ups. Big ups keep doing it because the children are our future. That is very correct. Like, now what was her question? How the school systems aren't designed for us to win. And this is from my girl Tippy. Shout out Tippy and the Tip Cartel. Y'all go get y'all very nice quality accessories, glass. She got the stunner shades. I got some. They brown and they really nice. Go holla at my girl. Okay. But um, yeah, Tippy wanted to know how the school systems aren't designed for us to win, and. Like I said, I think the school-to-prison pipeline and just the lack of curriculum, quality curriculum, let me say, because the curriculum is there, but it's just filled with a whole bunch of nonsense. Like, I went to Henry County School Systems. I feel like overall, I learned what I was supposed to learn. I'm excellent in English. I know how to read. I was reading very well. All that kind of stuff is cool, but when you get into the um, high school curriculum, 
where it actually matters, where you're trying to mold them into their future adult selves, those type of things, they don't necessarily help prepare them for life outside of school. And I, you know what? I think that's, I took one economics class. You know what I'm saying? We barely learned how to budget. You barely learned how to sign a check. Sign your signature. Write a paragraph. You know, a lot some, of y'all don't know how to write do some paragraphs. some balancing some checkbooks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cook something. Do you not? We had home ec. Mm-hmm. We had sewing. We had auto mechanics. Mm-hmm. We had, we things had those like things too. Class. But the, I'm sorry, Ma. I don't mean to Go cut ahead. you off. We had those things too, but it's the way that our school systems decided to designate classes. Everybody didn't get a chance to have home ec. I don't remember yeah, was, having a home ec. Class right there. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like those type of classes, those should be mandatory. Home ec, thing. home economics, music, art, science, business tech, and and uh, PE. Those mm-hmm. were the five courses when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Woodland. Um, shout out to Woodland class 2017. You already know. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> um, those classes were not mandatory for everybody. We did have a variety of classes. We had home ec. We had a nursing program um, at the school. We had business tech. We had a robotics class and a news broadcasting class. And those were like career pathways. And I guess that's how they tried to gear our classes. But those type of things, at least the ones that we named, those should definitely be mandatory instead of having trigonometry and all yeah. the other kind of stuff. I feel like those advanced maths should be had after, like, if that's the career that you want to pick. Like, you shouldn't have to take that kind of stuff versus knowing how to budget, knowing how to invest yeah. in things. I want to get my boy Lawrence on the show, too, because I'm trying to learn how to do these stocks and stuff, but I don't understand the terminology because, like, what is a call? What's a put? Like... What are these things like those? We should know these type of stuff because white people know. Yeah. White people teach their kids this at a very tender a very age. age. They're not just buying them Gucci, Bucci, Liberucci. They got savings account. They already got them Compound on this authorized saving, an authorized uh, buyer on cards mm-hmm. and things like that, so they can build their credit. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. You're absolutely right, and I think this is another thing that my generation is trying or. The people who I'm in circles with are trying to do is break that type of generational curse, the the wealth gap. And that goes back to what I was trying to say earlier about the mindset that our people were in because poor, and this is from Love Dorsey, poor is also a mindset yep. as well as a lifestyle. Yes, I agree 100%. Like if all you know is chitlins, like this, our, our ancestors did back in the day, you're not going to know what pot roast is. Because chitlins was a delicatessen. Chitlins was... A uh, delicacy to us because that's uh, all we could have. It was the scraps of... First of all, it's the scraps of the pig, but it's the scraps. But that's it's, what we do as black people. We make things happen mm-hmm. out of scraps. Yeah. Yes, but what what mindset does that put into people? That's like a survival, stay there. survival yeah. mode. Yes, strictly survival mode. Yeah. Because I'm sure if they had options, they wouldn't have been eating. They would have got the best piece. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. That's survival mode. Survival mode and having a poor mindset definitely affects how you see reality and how the people around you interact with you. That's what the school system is. These kids are in survival mode Mm -hmm. now. Yes, ma'am. And they rightfully so. (laughs) Rightfully so. That was happening when I was in school. The I think one of the shootings was it. I can't remember, but that's just crazy. And now the kids got to go to school with mask on mask and all this other kind of stuff. Like shout out to all of our grade school listeners. First of all, you don't need to be listening to this podcast. Your, your parents need to put some parental controls on (laughs) whatever device you got. Okay. But if you are listening, shout out to you because Going through school now, like, I can't even imagine not being able to go to my own graduation or go to prom. I didn't go to graduation. I'm saying just those those memories, like, or being able to just have regular football games. 
I didn't like it. <laughs> anyway, I just walked around the stadium just to look and talk to people. So yeah, mm-hmm. like the yes, social ma'am. gatherings. The social <laughs> gatherings, because that's those. That's a benefit that I do see in public school is the social aspect to a certain extent because, and it all goes back to how you raise your child and how, and then you can raise your child good, but it's their choices as well. You know what I'm saying? But social interaction in public schools is, I do feel like that is something that is needed. When you homeschool your children, like Alicia and Gabby, I, I can tell their energy difference now that they're back in school. They're happy to see their friends. They're happy to see their teachers and everything like that. Because you need people. Humans are supposed to interact with other humans. Yeah, we need people. We do. While I look for a song to close us out with, my mommy is going to plug herself. Y'all get at my mommy. She is an artist. She paints. She also does hostings. My mommy is also a poet. So all poetry slams showcases hit Jalea Rain on Instagram. As your Facebook, feature artist. For real. They, mom, give them something real quick. Don't be shy. Pictures are so popular now, they're instant. Well, picture this. Some men are quick to send a picture of their dick. External creatures like branches on a tree, bearing all their leaves for everyone to see. No shame in the game. Big, fat, Short or tall, leaning to the left, hook, python, or barely there at all. To him, he's always the biggest oak tree in the forest, standing strong, deeply rooted, enduring any storm, proving through the test of time. It won't cost you a dime, just a moment of your time. Thanks to instant, now you're a permanent photo dick. Click, click. That was for self-love, self-worth. Know who you are. To be sending these pictures and, and things of yourself and you don't even know the person. Or it could be, you know, it's just a bad situation. Unless you're getting paid. <laughs> for real. For real. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I know. I'm for real. It's some people that I know and now they, they do that kind of stuff. But she she getting paid. All right, then. Well, you keep sending me photo dicks. I'm going to start saving them. What <laughs> <laughs> about that? Yes. <laughs> I said the last one I received, that was it. Yeah, okay. I blocked the lead. Okay. Unwarranted <laughs> photo dicks. Oh, see, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we don't do thing. that. Unless I ask or I'm paying, you paying. Don't do, don't just sneak up on me on a on a Google chat. And bam, Girl, that's the You know what I'm saying? I don't want to open that. That's not what picture. I want to see. He asked for a picture. And bam, you done sent them some pussy. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that's mm-hmm. not good. Poke me and in that the tells eye. a lot about your own self-worth. And then how that person views you. Yes, ma'am. So love yourself enough to have some dignity and respect. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get everything you put out. So you putting out some dick. You're going to get just what that dick mushroom head looking for. Mm-hmm. Not the mushroom head. He looked like talk, Toad off Mario. Yes, child. That's nasty. It can't be like, red like that. Oh, <laughs> Okay, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Taylor Show. You already hey. know what's going on. Shout out to my mommy again. Thank woo, you, woo, mommy, woo. for coming on the pod. I love you, too, <laughs> Okay. Um and put um shout your Instagram and stuff. Uh, hit me up time. on all social media, Jalea Rain. That's J E L I Y A R E I G N. All social media, Jalea Rain. All social media, hit her up. Okay, we gonna play another one off of my upcoming project, Woo-hoo! Trap Soul Trap Two. Soul Two, baby. baby. Do it like it's my B day, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm about to play this song. This song is called Situation. I think this is good. Situationships. Situationships. This is my song, Situationships, and you heard it here first on The Taylor, Taylor Show. Show. Woo-hoo. Let's go. 
time of your life Supposed to be on my side, yeah, yeah Every night, yeah You say you love me How many times you gon' lie? How many times I'm gon' cry, yeah Sick of all of your lies mm. First time I saw you I swore that you were different Must have been the game, boy You said play your position And I did, you know I'm the quarterback You had me running back for real They said I was done with that they don't know, she told me you love me I let you in a million times I was thinking that you wanted me The way you was rubbing my thighs Yeah, yeah, let you slide in And you took me for a ride Put my feelings to the side You can swallow your pride Yeah, yeah Tell me you love me Say you never tell me a lie Supposed to be on my side Yeah, yeah, every night You told me you love me How many times you gon' lie You would come into my life and be consistent I hope you listening You told me you're done with me for real You can never be done with me for real, baby You say you love me Say you never tell me a lie Supposed to be on my side, yeah, yeah Every night You say you love me How many times you gon' lie? How many times I'm gon' cry, yeah Sick of all of your lies, yeah, yeah I'll give you chances after chances Give a fuck by the circumstances I just want you to romance me But you said I'm not your type So why we fucking every night? We're supposed to be just friends You crossed me one too many times We cannot make a mess Said I was done with that, but they don't know just how I feel.